This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What's School You Went, where we start every conversation with this question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we are delighted to have with us uh, to talk about slack key guitar, that finger style genre of guitar music. We welcome Grammy Award and Nahoku Hanohano Award winning slack key guitarist Jeff Peterson. Good to see you, Jeff. Mahalo. Hey, good to see you. Mahalo ah. for joining us. Uh, first thing first, what school you went? I went from the island of Maui. I went to Baldwin High School. Baldwin Bears, and it was, I actually grew up up country. I grew up in Makawa. I went first to Makawa Elementary. I was really lucky. I got to go to Kalama Intermediate. The first year, they weren't even power building the school, but they let in eighth graders. So we had this whole campus all to ourselves. while, you know, half of it was being uh, under construction. <laughs> so, for, so for the cool, crisp air of Makawa and, and up country, then you had to go down, down to, down, yeah. down to uh, the Baldwin Bears, the home of the Bears. Uh, fantastic school, uh, great athletic programs and athletes coming out of Baldwin. Uh, were you involved in athletics or was it music all the way? I was, I was deep into music. Yeah. I was into surfing and like a lot of water sports and everything. But uh, the reason why, being up country, I should have gone to Maui High, but I got a district exemption to go to Baldwin because I heard they had a, a stronger music program. Ah. And uh, Lance Joe, this, Mr. Joe, this, this great teacher there who led a big band, and so I just thought that, that was kind of more up my alley. And so I was able to get in there. And I'm really glad I did. I, I made a lot of great friends and music connections that I still have through that school. And some really talented musicians that were there. Some of our fondest memories made right in high school. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, I want to start a little bit about history. And I know you are a history guru when it comes to slack key. And um, for folks at home who don't know what slack key, the, the origins are from, and some of it, goes back to even different countries, their influence, if you will. Where did slack key come from? So slack key comes from the vaqueros. They, uh, in the 1830s, they went to Hawaii Island, to Waimea area, where the Paniolo tradition started. And so they were brought in to teach the Hawaiians in the area to manage the cattle population, but they loved playing music, so they brought their guitars with them. And uh, there, there are many other influences that came in after that. And thinking of, you know, the missionaries c- coming in, doing church hymns and things. Sometimes they would be playing guitars, but a totally different style. There's something very unique about what kiho agu or slack key is. It's all about changing the tuning of the guitar. And I've studied a lot of music coming out of Spain and even out of South America. And there's a couple examples of changing the tuning of what we do here very commonly in Hawaiian with this tradition is to take the, the Spanish tuning and change some of the strings around. And so maybe some of the vaqueros that came were already playing in open tunings, but maybe one or two various tunings. Now there are so many, they're, and they're very, very personal. They're from, you know, different artists came up with their own tuning or different families. But it all traces back to that heritage that came in and the Paniolo tradition. You grew up on a ranch in Haleakala. You were Paniolo, your, your dad was, and very much influenced in your life as well, which led into your music? 
Yeah, I guarantee. So I was so lucky that I grew up in a beautiful, beautiful place. That my backyard was actually at that time. There's Haleakala Dairy. You remember Pogs? Yep. Right. Everyone had that was the originals. Yep. Yep. And so that was yeah. That's where it all started right there. From Pogs started at Haleakala Dairy, and so our backyard, all the dairy cattle were right there. They come right up to this fence line. Right beyond that was uh, the pastures that just went way up the mountain from Makawa all the way stretching over to Kula, Ulapalakua, even going around the back of the mountain towards Kaupo. That was my backyard. And so my dad had keys to access every pasture. So we go on camping trips. We just start driving in his Ford Bronco and we could just spend a whole day out cruising the mountain. Then we go, he loved going ulua fishing. So we go out to the backside of Kaupo and they do slide bait from the cliffs from a place called OP10, old military outpost. And he had friends on Kaupo Ranch as well. So we get access to go to those places. And they would cast their lines down these cliffs into the water and then slide bait, take the taco or the octopus. And from way up high, you slide it down. And that side of Maui, it just drops straight down, deep, deep water. But as soon as the bait hit the water, there's a lot of time just hanging out. So the guitars would come out and they would start playing. And so that's what really, my, my first memories of music were my dad playing at home in the ranch house in Makawa. And nothing else to do there but hang out and talk story and play music. And so they start a fire up there. The guitars would come out of the cases and just all night, late into the evening, I have these great memories from being very young. Before I even knew what was really going on, just hearing singing and hearing live music all around. What would you describe your style? Because you've had many different influences. Um, you certainly have had traditional, classical. What would you describe your style? Yeah, I think it's it's really... I draw a parallel between the way that I play and the way that music here in Hawaii has developed, where there are all these wonderful influences of culture that come in. And listen to some of the Gabby Band recordings, you'll hear some like Three Dog Night intros and some rock and roll going on there, right? Peter Moon, his, his innovations in music, he was listening to music from all over the world. And I think because I grew up in that time of the, in the 1970s, listening to, on vinyl, my dad had this great big record player, all those Gabby Pahinui albums, the Rabbit Island Music Festival, uh, the early Sunday Manoa, Brothers Casimero, um, the Sons of Hawaii, uh, Olamana, all the great groups that coming out of that. But then he loved the really old style uh, Hawaiian music that was on the ranch. I just kind of took the lead with that and just went off and really started listening to all these different types of music. I got really into jazz. I studied jazz at the University of Southern California. And I thought, you know, the more that you know, the more a range of expression will come through through the music. And so now I, I don't really have a filter. When I'm writing, I definitely will think, uh, you know, each song, I play a lot of instrumental music. So I try to tell stories through instrumental music. So I'll be thinking maybe of Gabby or Atta Isaacs or Leonard Kwan or Ray Kane and their influence in music I've played that's inspired by them. Or maybe I'll think more about, uh, you know, Duke Ellington and swing music. And, or maybe I'll think more about Bach and classical music. Wow. And it just, I just let it all come out. And so in a way, my, in, my music can be traditional, but it also can be contemporary. You've accomplished much in your own personal career, and I know you've contributed to others uh, in their, their albums and their successes on your way even to a Grammy. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, what a huge moment for Slack Key Guitar. What was that like to be, uh, to be standing with the rest of the crew there and winning the Grammy? Yeah, I felt uh, it was very surreal experience, but the, the main thing I felt... I really give much more credit 
to all of the people who created the music before me. And I was just a very small part of that. I also felt I was up there, the other nominees that were a part of that, there was Willie Kay and Amy Hanai-Li, there were the Brothers Casimero, there's Kaylee Reichel, uh, I believe Ho'okena. Uh, I felt that everyone should have won. In a way, it, for me, I felt bad that, you know, like the Casimeros have accomplished so much and they've reached so many with their music. They really deserved you know, to win, and Kaylee Reichel, I, I'm so just blown away with his his contributions as a kumuhula and the beautiful songs. Talk about original style. His way of, of singing and his songwriting is so distinctive. You hear one note, and you know it's him. And Willie Kay, thinking of a great guitar player, I mean, I could spend my entire life trying to, to learn. I know, get nowhere near what he, he's done. So it was definitely an honor to be there. I was, I was with a group of friends, and that, you know, like Sonny Lim, who I have huge respect for, uh, Charles Brotman was there, Ken Emerson, thinking of Kyoki Kahomoku, John Cruz contributed to that album, um, so many other great guitar players. So I thought it was a collective effort, and I, I felt more, instead of representing myself, I was representing Hawaii in general, the music from Hawaii, and then the heritage of Slacky. Indeed. Well said, uh, Jeff, well said. Because it, really you were representing uh, the islands and, and decades of, of influence by by so many different artists and, and to come to fruition that evening and, and to be honored. I congratulate you. And, and I know you're being humble, but let me tell you, uh, you folks represented Hawaii well that evening and continue to do so. Now, you always said you're a student. You just said that, rather. But you're also an instructor, and, and now you give back to the community with your own with your own teachings, your own styling of teachings, but also uh, I know you do a weekly uh, show now yeah. that we're in COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's that like, and, and, and how is that being on the mentor side? Oh, I love it, yeah. And so because doing that, I'm learning new things that I'm going to share with the students all the time. And the main reason that I got into teaching is when I was growing up, it was so hard to find anything. And at first, I was in this very isolated area, and I'm so fortunate now I've gotten to meet all my heroes. That's something that I find with this tradition and so many traditions culturally here in Hawaii. If you're really p- passionate about something, you really believe in something in the culture, it's very accessible. You can actually reach out. And I started taking lessons with Ozzy Kotani. He had studied with Sonny Chillingworth. I love Sonny Chillingworth. I wanted to know more stories about Sonny. He'd passed away. Then I got to meet Keola Beamer, and he's become like a a father to me. He's like, we're like family. Spending time with him is playing with Led Ka'apana, and I got to tour with Dennis Kamakahi and learn Mm -hmm. from him about songwriting. We wrote songs together. We worked on a project together with uh, Ciro Pahinui, Sunny Lim, Chino Montero, Amy Hanai-Li'i, and Dennis all together. They were all kumu to me, and I feel like the least I can do is to try to share some of that knowledge so that this tradition lives on. I'm actually really worried because there aren't many people playing kihu'alu. There aren't many young students playing. I have some incredible young students, but just a couple. Mm-hmm. And uh, ukulele is very popular because it's not just used for Hawaiian music. You can play pop music. You can play all these things. Kihu'alu is not only Hawaiian music. It's a very distinctive part of Hawaiian music. And so part of the reason why I teach is that I just want to see the tradition thrive. Yeah. And, and without kumu, without teachers, some of our most incredible gifts to the, to the world, music, hula, 
uh, language, we would we would lose that. So we need people like you. I'm going to be um, taking advantage of this opportunity as you grab your uh, guitar since you did bring it. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I'm going to ask you to actually, I kind of overheard a uh, discussion that you had earlier with our team, uh, and you played something very beautiful in, in memory and in, in tribute to the great Sonny Chillingworth, who has touched many lives in, in, in uh, Slack Key. We've lost many of the great heroes. And I include Chino in that as well. Me yeah. and Chino, we've had so many rock and roll times. I know. Out there. He's I got good... to tour them all over. Oh, he's Kolohe to the yeah. max. Um, <laughs> yeah, I miss that guy. Yeah, he, is, he, he was something else. But if you don't mind, share the story behind it. And then if you don't mind, just slipping right into it. Yeah, so if I just demonstrate a little bit, I have my guitar out here. And I'm just going to play. I'm in one of the common uh, Kiho'olu tunings. This is called Open G. And a lot of, when I teach, I usually start with this tuning. It's one of the ones that goes the furthest back in the tradition. And if you listen to the music of Ray Kane, it was his favorite. Leonard Kwan, they use the tuning all the time. Led Kaapana, his, he learned from Fred Punahoa uh, in Kalapana. Uh, so many people, this is just the core tuning of this tradition. For this, it's in the, in the key of G tuning. And Sonny took the, he added some really beautiful things. One, there's just the quality of his singing and his voice, like what a sound. But he was very virtuosic. He was one of the first true absolute virtuosos and playing Slacky. He had such technique, it was amazing. But one of the very distinct sounds, if I play a very old sound of Kiho'olu is this alternate bass. This is like the heartbeat of the music. And if you listen to someone like Ray Kane, he insisted that this is always there. He would say it's not even slack key if that, if that bass line isn't there. Now what Sonny did is he took that, he loved music uh, from like the Latin ins inspiration of music and he, he wanted to spice us up. Changed the rhythm, gave it a little bit more of this this groove, and so I love using this bass line, and I think of Sunny every time that I play it. And so I wrote a song uh, called Sunny Slacky in a new album of mine that I wrote over the past year. It's called Meli Nahe Nahe, and this heartbeat of the the sound is the what really brings it all together. And then I use a lot of his phrases. And I mix it in with sort of my own composition as well. So this is a piece for Sunny Chillingworth called Sunny Slacky.
That is so awesome. <laughs> oh, chicken skin. I could listen to that all day. Hey, all mahalo, day. Thank you thank to Uncle Sonny for his influence on you, my friend. Uh, real quick, sneak, sneak in your, uh, your, your website and any information that folks may need and if they want to even take classes or listen to your, uh, your weekly jam. Yeah, so every Wednesday, it's 2 p.m. Hawaii time on a website that I'm really fortunate. A, a friend, a student of mine from the mainland, uh, named Ray Zaragoza. She's a really gifted young songwriter. I'm so proud of what she's doing. And she introduced me to this website called Stage It, stageit.com. And every week for the past, it's going to be 80 weeks coming up, I've done a different program. Uh, I've done themes from like Spanish classical music to music of Nalani Eha, music of the swing era in Hawaii, music of the Hawaiian Renaissance. So if anyone goes to my website, there's an event calendar there. You can find a link to stageit.com, and it's jeffpetersonguitar.com. And that's where I have all my lessons that I've created for Slacky. I have, uh, there are about 300 or so videos, and every Saturday... Uh, for members of the the website, we have a Zoom lesson so students can play for each other. It's been really fun to see these connections from people uh, all over that now they get together and they're sharing their music and having kanikapila and things. Uh, and so every Saturday, I have a live class. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, thank you very much. Jeff Peterson, uh, Grammy Award, Nahoku Hanohan Award, Baldwin High graduate, oh. and uh, so nice to see you. And uh, thanks for spending time with us here at What School You Went. Mahalo for having me. Good fun. Uh, join us next time for another episode of What School You Went. Until next time. Mahalo. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimana Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.